Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Jalen Shatfield chops one, rebounds available. Code Kaniemi fences for it, still loose, and it'll be taken away by Graves along the boards. Canes keep it in. Now it's Code Kaniemi with a back hitter, and he scores! Hard work, yes, Barry Code Kaniemi. And Carolina, 20 seconds into this one, takes a 1-0 lead. Establish some play here now out in front and coach Shetkov gets a skate to it still loose and the Canes try to clear Hamilton keeps it in all oh, Piotr coach Shetkov huge save Devils keeping the pressure on and Piotr catches that shot from Hughes with five seconds left on the kill now Burns dances his way into Natchez they score oh what a way to get point number 800 Brent Burns away for Hughes and the Canes. Roll this out to Martinook. He'll drop it for Stahl. Stahl has it he scores! Oh, captain, my captain! 2-0, Carolina! Puck comes along the boards. Mercer can't handle it, and Slavin has it. He's got a little bit of speed. He'll send it across for Teravainen. Teravainen scores! Short-handed, snapshot, turbo time, Carolina! Jersey. They are leading 3-0 on the scoreboard as this opportunity doesn't get through. It bounces to Hughes and Coach Shetkoff does the splits and robs Jack Hughes again. With the old school poke check. This was a save you just don't see a Foss ton. can't control it. And now a chance for Jasper Brott. Down Broadway. He goes in and Coach Shetkoff. Toe save with the right pad. Oh my goodness. The odor Coach Shetkoff. He might be hurt. That's what we have to take a look at now after that save. Severson shot right through. Kochetkov with the save. Brought with a chance, and that's deflected out. Slavin fronted that beautifully, too. Now Burns trying to get to it. Kane's intercept. Power play is over. Offensive zone draw. He probably would have headed to the bench. And Carolina's able to get this puck in deep. They flip chance behind the net. Nason with some sorcery. Stephen Nason with his sixth of the year. That might be the dagger in Carolina. 4-1 Hurricane. Away comes New Jersey with 19 seconds left in this one. The place is now going to appreciate their Hurricanes to the ends of the earth. Ten seconds away from first place. And the fans at PNC Arena know it. Shedkoff is now tied. Cam Ward, Hurricanes Hall of Famer Cam Ward. Ten games where he's earned a point for the Carolina Hurricanes in a row. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Thank you very much for spending some time with us. Hurricanes are back in first place. 
lead the Metropolitan Division after a 4-1 win over the New Jersey Devils. That was fun, albeit not a well-played game for Carolina, but that's okay. Carolina's played well and lost. It happens. Don't ask questions about it. Just point it out. Move on. Good win for the Carolina Hurricanes because when you can win without your best, that shows a lot about what you are as a team. Hurricanes again, back in front in the Metro, 46 points, 26-6 and six on the year. They beat the New Jersey Devils, send the Devils to just their second regulation loss on the road all season long. Carolina's been great on the road. Uh, and now they are starting to crank it up at home. They are now 9-3-1 on home ice, 11-3-5 away from home. They've won their sixth in a row, all without Sebastian Ajo. They are 10-0-2 in their last 12. They have one regulation loss in five weeks. They are 4-0-0, or were 4-0-0 on this homestand. They outscored the opposition 15-9. There's more numbers. I'm going to give you more numbers in a second. First, I'm going to give you this number. Aluminumcompany.com. I know that's not a number. The Aluminum Company of North Carolina brings us the Canes Corner Podcast. If you would like anything for your home in terms of home improvement needs, Aluminum Company of North Carolina is there for you. Siding, windows, doors, gutter helmets, roofing. They've got it all. Aluminumcompany.com, free no obligation estimate online right there. Back to the numbers. Carolina has allowed two goals or less in five of their last six. In the in this 11-0-1 run, or is it 10-0-1 run? I think it's 10-0-1. Eight of their last 11 games, two goals or less. When they allow two goals or less this year, the Hurricanes are 14-0-1. Seems like that's the magic number. Because, again, Carolina's not exactly lighting the scoreboard up. Could have had more goals tonight. Although, they really weren't that great. New Jersey really dominated the play in terms of shot attempts and all of that. We'll get to those numbers. Um, Carolina was really the more opportunistic team, and that's okay. You don't have to apologize for taking advantage of your opportunities. How many games this year have we seen Carolina not? There's been a ton where Carolina didn't take advantage of their opportunities. But in this game, they did. Yes, Perry Kotkaniemi, hard work and goal. You heard that right off the hop. Hard work and goal starts it off. He creates the play by making sure the puck is not covered by Vitek Vanacek. And then, when the opportunity presents itself, he's at the front of the net. Boom, Seth Jarvis gets it across. one nothing Carolina. It took 20 seconds for that to happen. Second period. Jordan Stahl, right after you actually heard the disallowed goal, uh, it was such a great play by Brent Burns. I feel bad that he doesn't get, any, he doesn't get anything out of it because two of his teammates were offside. Not one, two. Hurricanes didn't get back on side. It's fine. You know, it just happens. Um, but Brent Burns stick handled through three New Jersey Devils before dishing it to Martin Natchez for a really easy goal. Uh, but again, it was wiped off. Uh, then Jordan Stahl, maybe a minute later, Stahl's ninth. 
Uh, pass up from Slavin. Martinuk just leaves it for Stahl. Stahl does the rest, comes down the left side, gets to about the uh, faceoff dot, shoots it, and beats Vitek Vanacek. 2-0 Carolina. About two minutes later, shorthanded. Tavo Teravainen through, I guess, a screen. Alexander Holtz, number 10 for the Devils. I think Slavin went between his legs. And uh, don't let your mind wander there. Went between the legs of Alexander Holtz and it beat Vanacek for 3-0. That's the way the period ended. By the way, first and second, second and third, wraparound penalties, power plays twice for the New Jersey Devils. So they had a chance on clean ice, on fresh ice, with 39 seconds in the first period and about almost a minute and a half in the second period, had a chance to maybe get an early goal and see some momentum. They were not able to do that. Not that Carolina's penalty kill was stellar because a lot of the work was done by Pyotr Kachetkov tonight, but there were a lot of really good active sticks. And I don't know if there is a statistic for that. Sticks on pucks to avoid, uh, to break up passes, to break up rush chances. I don't know how many times that happened tonight, but I don't believe there is a stat for it, at least one that they use in box scores. Uh, but the Canes, over uh, 4 in the power play, that was a bummer tonight. The first power play is one of the worst I've ever seen. The second power play wasn't as bad as the first one, but by all means, why would we care? Uh, the other two were uh, also uh, no bueno, but the last one, uh, they basically didn't really... Well, they had... Actually, the last one was probably the best one. They had chances to score in the last one. They just didn't convert. And then they basically ran out the clock on themselves. Adam Golden Studio with my man Ryan Monsine from the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You guys have tons of products. Let's talk about gutters, specifically the gutter helmet. Yeah, gutter helmets can make it so you never have to clean out the inside of your gutters again. And also, if you need new gutters, the Aluminum Company can help you out with that too. You don't have to stop, get a separate contractor to do the wood rot, the gutters. We can take care of it all. The Aluminum Company in North Carolina is a one-stop shop. We give free, no-obligation estimates. We can come out there, assess what you have going on with your gutters and make a recommendation and make it so you don't have to get up on a ladder and and do a dangerous chore anymore. People don't understand how dangerous it is. Or maybe I'm just nervous when I get on a step stool because I'm not very tall. But that product is amazing. The gutter helmet is amazing. Is it one size fits all? Absolutely. The gutter helmet can work on existing gutters, new gutters, five inch, six inch gutters. We can help you with it all. 800-672-4348 online, aluminumcompany.com for a free no obligation estimate for your gutter helmet. All right, let's get through some things here. We're not going to spend a ton of time tonight. Happy Hanukkah to uh, anybody who is celebrating. Let's talk about Pyotr Kachetkov for a second here. Pyotr has now started 13 of Carolina's last 16 games. Remember, he also came in relief in one of those. That was the game in St. Louis where Antti Ranta came down with, I think he was cramping before the game, and that continued uh, and he didn't play well anyway, and they went to Kachetkov to start the third period. So he has appeared in 14 of Carolina's last 16 games. I think Rod was talking about that tonight. He's going to play as often as he can, but they're not going to beat the brakes off the kid, even though the kid is a tremendous athlete, and he's 23, and he wants to play, and he's the most fun kid you've ever seen. Um, 
the post-game interview on the bench, uh, Kachetkov was the first star in the arena. Slavin was going to do the interview. He was the second star. That's what happens when Kachetkov's the first star. Uh, but Kachetkov was like, nah, man, I want part of this. So he climbed over the wall and sat on the bench next to Hannah Yates and Jacob Slavin. And it was fun. And the kid is an absolute, he is an, an absolute joy to watch play. And he just smiles all the time. So it's, it was just very cool to, uh, to see that. But he's now started 13 of Carolina's last 16 games. All right, so a couple of numbers here. First of all, overall, 10-1-4 on the year. Sub two, sub two goals against average. I don't know what the number is because uh, I don't know exactly how many minutes he played tonight. Uh, I could figure it out, but my brain isn't working. It's probably like one nine eight goals against something like that. Save percentage nine twenty six. These numbers are both top five in the NHL. I heard Tripp say he's playing like the best goalie in the NHL right now. I ain't gonna argue because here's his last five games. Last five starts for Pyotr Kachetkov. 5-0-0, oh, and oh, 9-59 save percentage. He's allowed five goals in his last five starts. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if you allow five goals in five starts, your goals against average is not higher than one. It's probably a little bit less, probably about uh, 0. 0.95, 0. 0.96 and a 9.59 save percentage, his last five starts. 118 saves, 123 shots on goal. Pretty heady stuff. So he's been great. Carolina's been getting a lot of great contributions. The fourth line in the last four games on this homestand, five goals. The fourth line, five goals on this homestand. They have been that good. Uh, but here are the numbers for tonight. Before we go through the goals and we talk about the good things, here are the numbers for tonight. Shot attempts, 67-42 in favor of the Devils. 38-20 shots on goal in favor of the Devils. 20 shots is the lowest that the Hurricanes have had this year. Previous low was 21. Uh, they've only been outshot now five times on the season. I think it's five. Let me check. Let me check my notes. Um, yes, five times they have been outshot. The lowest shot total of the year was 21 apiece. That was an even game, the only even game they've had. That was at Minnesota, one of their overtime losses. Uh, but 20 shots on goal is a low for the year. Scoring chances... 40 to 27 in favor of the Devils. Grade A scoring chances, all these numbers according to natural stat trick, which we could take with a grain of salt if we want, except that this game did feel like the Devils were the better team. Uh, but high danger chances, 19 11 in favor of the Devils. Carolina usually doesn't allow that many chances, but it was a chance filled night for New Jersey. So how did how did New Jersey score? Their expected goals were four. They got one. So how did New Jersey score? It's pretty simple. Kachetkov was great. Jacob Slavin was the best player on the ice tonight. This is I am not trying to be uh indie band guy. Our friend Alec Campbell used to call me indie band three stars. 
Slavin was just the best player tonight. Kajetkov was awesome. Slavin was on a different plane from everybody else. I don't know if there is a stat for knocking the puck off an opponent's stick when he is trying to make an offensive move. But if there was, Slavin might have set the record for it tonight. He took the puck from Jack Hughes so many times. He doesn't always have to take it. He just knocked it away from Jack Hughes so many times today. And that was a matchup that Rod Brindamore clearly wanted. Um, Maybe it's because of his incredible skating ability, but Slavin was pretty much on Hughes all night long. Jacob Slavin also contributed a couple of assists tonight. That's, for a lot of people, that's how you get uh, to be one of the three stars. But, I mean, he, he knocked the puck away all night from Jack Hughes. And Brett Pesci was blocking shots all night. I mean, Carolina's blue line was dynamite tonight. Absolutely dynamite. Jalen Chatfield was good tonight. Calvin DeHaan was good tonight. They were just, their defense and goaltending won this game. Now, there were some good moments, um, I thought, throughout the game forever. I thought Andre played well. I thought Martin Natchez played well. Carolina just didn't have the puck a lot. New Jersey is really fast and really skilled, and they had the puck pretty much all night. And analytically, there are three teams that have set themselves apart, at least at last look, three teams that have set themselves apart analytically this year. The Devils, the Panthers, and the Hurricanes. Two of those teams have great records. The Panthers' record is not great. It's okay, but it's not great. The Panthers came into play tonight, and they were in fifth place in the Atlantic Division. Florida was 15-14-4. So, it's worse than not great. It's disappointing, but... The Devils in Carolina have been the two best analytic teams pretty much all season long. And the Devils played like it tonight. But Carolina mitigated the damage by getting great goaltending and spectacular defensive plays, especially from, again, in my opinion, the best player on the ice tonight with Jacob Slavin. But he had help from his friends, man. Pesci and Shea and Burns and Chatfield and DeHaan were all good. Uh, and there were enough good defensive plays among the forward group. I thought, yes, Barry Cook and Amy played very well. They had a memorable diving check or di- diving, not poke check, but sweeps away the puck with his, uh, with his stick sprawled out on the ice to uh, nullify a two-on-one chance. Uh, there were just good defensive plays all along. The only downer for this game for me, other than the Devils had the puck and you were chasing them for most of the evening. The only downer for me really was the power play, which was just trash. Just bad. First one was one of the worst I've ever seen. The second one wasn't as bad as the first, which is the nicest thing you could say about it. Third one was eh. Fourth one was good. Game was pretty much over at that point. It was already 4-1. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes. 
and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. All right, so uh, in our remaining moments, let's, uh, let's spend a little time going through the goals and explaining how all of this happened. The first one took 20 seconds to create. And Jesperi Kotkaniemi created it all by his lonesome. Jalen Shatfield chops one, rebounds available, Kotkaniemi fences for it, still loose, and it'll be taken away by Graves along the boards. Keynes keep it in. Now it's Kotkaniemi with a back hitter, and he scores! Hard work, Jesperi Kotkaniemi! And Carolina, 20 seconds into this one, takes a 1-0 lead. A, uh, that was a big goal for Carolina to get off to such a good start. Obviously, a big goal for Kokaniemi, who now has four on the season. And I know Baby Steps, he has three points in this six-game winning streak. Seth Jarvis, Calvin DeHaan, the assist. Carolina actually had a scoring chance on the very next shift, didn't convert it, and then pretty much the Devils took, the, took over the rest of the period. Carolina seemed like they were... Uh, just trying to get to the finish line. It was almost like just trying to get to the end of the round in boxing. Uh, Carolina was just like living on the rope. Great work from Kachetkov and really good active sticks by Carolina's blue line. Kept that a one nothing lead after 20 minutes. Second period, Carolina nearly scored a goal. Now Burns dances his way into Natchez. They score. Oh, what a way to get point number eight. Only that it wasn't a 2 nothing lead for the Canes because the Devils challenged for offside and it was offside. So the goal comes off the board and we go back to being one nothing. and then it took about a minute for Jordan Stahl. Burns with a good stick to knock that pass away for Hughes and the Canes roll this out to Martinook. He'll drop it for Stahl. Stahl has lit. He scores! Yeah, Jacob Slavin makes the defensive play, gets it up to Jordan Martinuk, who just basically uh, left it for Jordan Stahl down the left side, right about the left faceoff dot. He shoots, and it beats Vitek Vanacek. It is now 2-0 Carolina, 4-17 of the second. We had to wait a whole two minutes and four seconds for Tevo Teravainen. Puck comes along the boards. Mercer can't handle it. And Slavin has it. He's got a little bit of speed. He'll send it across for Teravainen. Teravainen scores! Short-handed! Snapshot! Turbo time! Carolina! 3-0 in front of New Jersey. What a, a wonderful goal to allow if you're Vitek Vanacek. Uh, but a nice goal for Carolina to score. Uh, this is just, this really speaks to the opportunism for Carolina. The Kokaniemi goal, legitimate scoring chance from behind the goal line out. Good work. The stall goal on the rush. Not a typical Jordan Stahl-like of like goal, but he's obviously capable and uh, great play otherwise. And Stahl gets uh, the goal to make it 2-0. And then the Teravainen 
Uh, shorthanded goal was, honestly, shouldn't have been a goal. That's not a goal you can allow. Sometimes it's not only the goalie's fault. It's the fault maybe of a defender who uh, screens the goaltender. It's very possible that Vanacek never saw the shot until it was by him. It's very possible that's the case. So uh, that's the third goal, and then we get to the fourth fourth period. Ha! Ha! That's funny. We get to the third period, and Stefan Nason uh, decides to try something that maybe he tried in, uh, like on a video game. Offensive zone draw, he probably would have headed to the bench. Carolina's able to get this puck in deep. Flip chance behind the net. Nason with some sorcery. And Stefan Nason with his sixth of the year. That might be the dagger in Carolina. 4-1 Hurricanes. Yeah, Nason's fourth straight game with a point. Three of those are goals. He has an assist as well. Jordan Stahl now goals in five of his last nine games. Brady Shea pointless tonight, but goals in four of his last eight. Tevo Teravainen has four points in his last six games. Kokaniemi, two points in his last six. So Carolina is making up for the absence of Sebastian Ajo by playing a team game. Tonight was not their best. It legitimately was not their best. But great teams figure out a way to win when they are not at their best. And one of those not-at-their-best moments was tonight. Jack Hughes scores the only goal for the Devils early. Is it early? No, late, I'm sorry. Uh, With about four and a half minutes left in, in the third period, it was his 17th goal of the season. Brendan Smith, one of the assists, So uh, shouts to Brendan, who was a good dude with the Hurricanes all last year. Uh, Real quick, the um, David Piper and the Game Notes uh, people send these out after each game. Uh, So the uh, they have because it's a festive thing, right? We have each item, each note has a festive nickname. So Seth Jarvis played in his one hundredth. NHL game tonight. Oh, little town of Sethlehem. Interesting. Uh, Yesperi Christmas. I don't know what that really means, but uh, I think it sounds cool. And 20 seconds into the first period, it was the fastest goal from the start of any game in two and a half years. Since February 16th of 2020, and if I'm not mistaken, that was bef- just before the shutdown, like a month before the shutdown. Trevor Van Riemsdyk versus the Edmonton Oilers uh, did that. They scored 12 seconds in. Uh, Kokaniemi has four first-period points in his last two games. That's interesting. Again, against the Devils. So he had three points in the opening period of... Carolina's regular season finale against New Jersey back in April of 28. Uh, so, Deck the Stalls, I like that. Finter Wonderland, I like that one. Tevo Teravainen's second goal of the season. Second shorthanded goal of the season. Brady Shea with the other one. Felice Slavidad, get it? 
Yeah, I know. Jacob Slavin was amazing tonight. It's his first multi-point game of the year, but Jacob Slavin could have gone uh, without a point, and he still would have been my best player of the game. Stefan Nason now with, uh, again, a four-game point streak and goals in three of those four. Oh, goalie night. All right, I've done enough of that. Uh, But the Hurricanes were not great tonight, but they won without their fastball. Hopefully they'll bring the fastball to Pittsburgh on Thursday and then back here against Philadelphia on Friday where we hope to see and say hi to our friend Tony D'Angelo. I am Adam Gold. This is the Canes Corner Podcast. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hanna and his crew do a great job. You should check it out. If you need home improvements, windows, doors, roofing, siding, whatever it is, they've got it at AluminumCompany.com. Free no obligation estimate online right there for you. I can't think of anything else to say other than Kachetkov is great and he's going to be the goalie until he breaks. That's what I'm saying. And who is the best backup of Carolina's available other goaltenders? Auntie Ranta. I don't know what that means. I'm not advocating that Carolina trade Freddie Anderson, but you can't carry three goaltenders. I mean, you could. I don't anticipate them doing that, though. I really don't anticipate them doing that. So, there you go. That was great. Carolina's defense, also great tonight. They figured out a way. They mitigated the damage. And with that said... Follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating if you like, but just listen to it and enjoy it. It's sort of like youth sports. Don't participate. Don't be a jerk. Don't be that parent. Just enjoy your kids playing. So, enjoy the podcast. That's all we're here for. You have a good time. I am Adam Gold. Talk to you after the Canes and the Pens on Thursday. Bye. You've been listening to the Kane's Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. The Kane's Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.